or Tim Dodd. Well, folks, good afternoon. There is no COVID briefing today. There is no COVID briefing today. I want to say good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. Uh, next week is the final week of our temporary page. Um, we've come to an agreement with Facebook. And so if you'd like to watch the live stream, the temporary page we've been using, uh, and again, good afternoon to everyone that has found us there, is uh, JDRI Radio FB Live. And good afternoon to everyone. You can watch it with other people and make various comments. It's very popular. But our regular page will be back, um, I think it's one more week. As a matter of fact, I know it's one more. It's one more week and then we're back. So we're into the, we're going to return to our normal Facebook page um, as spring hits. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, you know, speaking of spring, it's it's a delightful day out this afternoon. And why not head over and see our friends at Ron's Pastry Gourmet, Ron and Melissa, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. As I mentioned, it is, uh, it's actually going to expect to get up to over 64 degrees uh, sometime between now and two o'clock. So it's just terrific. And tomorrow more of the same. At least it's night, nice and sunny and dry. And uh, optimism is uh, is certainly rising. So, folks, but again, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in and see them. They have the fantastic Zapelas and they are fresh. Everything is fresh. It is also delicious calzones and old-fashioned pizza strips and sausage and pepper and sandwiches. And, of course, delicious Cakes and cupcakes and cannolis. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Stop it and see them. Well, folks, right now as we speak, Mayor Alorza, they're holding a uh, press briefing. I want to dip into this. This is at the um, Providence Safety Complex. This is uh, Providence Mayor Jorge Alorza. They're dangerous and they continue to create a dangerous situation for the public. will not and cannot be tolerated. The Providence Police Department and I were committed to addressing this problem and taking all of these illegal, irresponsible, and dangerous ATVs off the streets. This is Mayor Lorza. We've been aggressive over the past couple of years in pulling over, seizing, and destroying over 200 ATVs and dirt bikes, as I mentioned, over these past several years. The riders or the drivers of them it's a live press conference, and they're held accountable for their actions. We're going to continue to approach this in this way in terms of enforcement to make sure once again that these illegal and dangerous bikes and ATVs are taken off of our roads. Our police chief, who you'll hear from in just a second, has been in touch with police departments throughout the entire Northeast. Similar departments dense urban communities that are all struggling and are just as frustrated as we are with these ATVs. I can assure you that we're adopting and employing every best practice and there's nothing that these other departments are doing that we are not also enforcing or doing here. This is Providence Mayor Jorge Alorza. This is a problem that has no easy solution and we're looking at every which tool and in our toolbox to address it. Our approach has two different components. First of all, addressing drivers or riders and the owners. And the second, also looking at the enablers of these drivers and owners. The biggest focus is on the enforcement side. There are traffic laws for a reason. There are traffic laws to keep the peace and to keep our community safe. These laws and these regulations, they will be enforced and we will continue to pull over, seize, and destroy these ATVs, as well as making the riders accountable. We have also, as a city, passed a law allowing our police department to seize and destroy these bikes, even when they're not currently being ridden. Wow. So we've created a hotline, 680-8ATV. The folks can also call the police department directly and let us know if one of your neighbors has one of these bikes, they park them in their backyard. How about that? Give us a call. Whoa. We will come and we will confiscate those bikes. Under city law, we can now do that even if the bike isn't currently being being ridden. Now that's different. We want them off our streets. And we also want them out of our city. Our approach also addresses all of the enablers of this of this illegal and dangerous activity. 
So there are a number of solutions that we are adopting, exploring, and, uh, and, and pursuing. So we're looking at how to hold gas stations accountable and ensure that they're not allowing these illegal and dangerous bikes to refuel. We're also looking at how to hold sellers of these bikes accountable. Wow. And I've proposed a registration system that would limit this endless supply of bikes finding their way onto the streets. We're also exploring how to hold the organizers of these mass ride-outs accountable Whoa. when they go awry and people ride them in very dangerous and illegal ways. That's different. And as I mentioned, we're also looking at creative ways of holding owners accountable and when they lend these bikes to someone and they're used to commit a crime. So I want to reinforce that we're exploring and using every tool in our toolbox to address this problem that has to stop. Now, we've received uh, many questions from our community in terms of you know, one of our proposals to hold enablers, the sellers, accountable. And it's been suggested that we want to legalize this illegal and dangerous activity. Nothing could be further from the truth. In fact, the opposite. What we want to do is to put additional barriers and hurdles in place so that if anyone is purchasing one of these, these bikes, they can't just show up and literally drive off the lot. Wow. It has to be registered, it has to be insured, <clears throat> and it also you know, has to be license plated. Folks, this is Mayor Lorca to stop the endless stop the endless supply of these bikes coming in live press briefing admittedly this is future facing it does not address the current issue but that's why we are addressing it with all the other tools as well particularly the enforcement and other creative solutions that we can that we can speak to there are a number of there are a number of challenges that these bikes propose and they've wrecked havoc on so many many of our neighborhoods of our, in our parks, and so many people have had enough. Well, I'm asking everyone to please help us address this. If you have children, if you have kids, if you have family members that own one of these bikes, please do not let them use them. And in fact, if you give us a call, we will come in and the, the police department, they will confiscate it. Please do not allow them to put themselves and others at risk by using them on our streets. In addition, if you have a neighbor or you know where some of these bikes are parked, please give us a call. Call our police department, let us know, and we will come and confiscate it, even if it's not being used at the time. This is a scourge on our entire community, and it's making us all less safe. As I mentioned, it will not be allowed. So with this, I'll pass it over to our police chief, will give us a comment from the Providence Police Department's perspective. Folks, this is uh, Chief Clemens coming up. Again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro's very dramatic new legislation. Mayor Lorza really putting down a hammer on these ATVs. Much more aggressive policing. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you, Commissioner. Uh, the Mayor has covered most, if not all, of our approach. Uh, the illegal, reckless operation of these ATVs, scooters, and motorbikes, dirt bikes on our city streets have posed and are again continuing to pose significant dangers for our motorists, bicyclists, and pedestrians throughout our communities. This is Chief I can tell you when they're out operational, whether it's 10, 30, or 50 or more, like we've seen, our phones bind Commander Verdes. The command staff, the commissioner, does not stop ringing. And this is more of a reiteration of what our approach has been. But again, we've reached out to several of our partners and law enforcement of like communities. I think that's important. Uh, to this point, you know, it's pretty much a, a city urban issue. We've conferred with uh, like departments, Boston, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, New Haven, Washington, D.C., the NYPD, New Haven, Baltimore, all experiencing, Atlanta, all experiencing similar, if not greater, challenges with this issue. And we're determined to address it in an enforcement way like we have. I mean, there is no police department 
in close parts to here who've had the enforcement success that we have. Uh, plus 230 bikes cited to this point. Uh, 102 forfeited. Wow. Thank you to the mayor's staff, the Providence City Council, for the changes in the ordinance that allows Folks us to seize down. these motorbikes and forfeit them. I believe of uh, the 82, 82 of that number have been crushed. And of that number, 30 have been ATVs and 52 have been dirt bikes. We have many tools in our bag, uh, some of which we do not want to release. But we're determined to dig deeper to get to the root of the problem. Wow. This police department and our message has been to the workforce. And we'll have increased uh, direct messages to monitor the group, follow them closely. Always be on the lookout for criminal activity. Wow, domestic terrorists. And all those departments that I've spoken about all have contained in their policy to not pursue dirt bikes and ATVs. It's just simply too dangerous. Every one of those departments has that, that like, uh, coverage in their policy. It's dangerous to the law-abiding community. Uh, it's dangerous to all on or near the roadways. It's dangerous to the community. But I think it's all, it's two things. It's, it's enforcement and heavy enforcement, but it's education. So this media event, I think, is helpful to us. I think the uh, this event hopefully helps us get greater usage of the tip line that has been put out there. And uh, through the mayor's office and through our PIO, Lindsay, uh, we'll continue to put that out. Uh, we'll have now some of this is crossing over into some of our partnering municipalities. I was on the phone last night with Colonel Mike Lindquist from Princeton Police. As we know, they're starting to experience some of the like activity that we're seeing here in Providence. And uh, we'll be deploying both uh, uniform and non-uniform type resources to address this issue. And I've spoken to uh, Colonel Winquist, and he's looking to, to do the same and certainly potentially partner up with us, uh, which we always do. Uh, and again, there's no magic solution here. There, there is no snap of our fingers that can root out this problem. But I think if we continue to utilize the community, utilize the media, get the uh, get our points across as far as safety and education in the community, and we'll do the enforcement part. And uh, it is dangerous. And some of these, these young men, they're carrying out stunts and activities that are clearly dangerous to those motorists. And some of them, quite frankly, are even carrying uh, firearms and carrying other weapons. Wow. And uh, utilizing some of their criminal activity to uh, get to the event or escape from the event on wow. these motorbikes. So it's a challenge. Folks, this is uh, Chief Hugh Clemens of the Providence Police Department. This is major. Warm weather coming. We know we'll experience more of it, but as well, they will know that we're looking to address it in a uh, significant way. So thank you, and Commissioner. Folks, here comes Commissioner Stephen Perry again. Good afternoon. Thank it's John DePietro. His very dramatic press briefing. So to our officers that have been asked in the past and continue to be asked to take these dangerous motor vehicles, ATVs, dirt bikes, um, off the streets in a safe way. Very successful in, in the past. We know there are hundreds and hundreds of other bikes that come here either from Providence or in the general area and ride dangerously in the city of Providence. We will and we have given direction to our officers. First and foremost, we want to make sure everyone's safe when we engage in the apprehension of these motor vehicles, these ATVs, in a way that gives them guidance as well what we're asking them to do and what we're asking them not to do. And we're not asking them to put themselves or any innocent person, including the operators of these vehicles, in an extreme dangerous circumstance. I've, I've, I've talked about this in the past in the, in, in the years, that it's tricky. These are fast 
motor vehicles, ATVs can get through and around a lot of tight spaces, and it, it presents a problem for law enforcement across this country. Uh, we're not shying away from it. It's just a challenge that we're going to overcome and continue to take these ATVs and dangerous motor vehicles off our streets because the operators are driving them too dangerously, they're reckless, it's criminal, and people are getting hurt over it. From that, I'll, I'll stop and ask anyone if they have any questions. Two questions, if I'm wrong. Yes. Still going to crush them? We still... Folks, again, we're listening to a um, live press briefing. I want to uh, go. We're going to come back to that in just a moment. Good afternoon. It's John DiPietro. Boy, this is uh, pretty dramatic with exactly what's happening. Let's rejoin it. This is, uh, this is, I believe, uh, Mayor Lorza. For them to be caught and held accountable. So I don't expect any of them to. That gets addressed through enforcement. However, we do have a problem where these endless supply of bikes keep finding their way onto the streets. Oh. And the idea is to put a limit and some hurdles so we can slow that stream. That, that's the idea. The bikers say they need a place to go. They need an open space. Uh, is that a part of the plan as well? Or? You know, that's something that, that we're open to. But we have this immediate dangerous situation that we have to resolve first. And we just can't have the lawlessness we just can't have the dangerous circumstances that they're creating. So that's something that we're open to exploring, and, uh, and, uh, and we'll continue that conversation. But the immediate threat is the public safety danger that they're posing to our residents, and that's what we're focused on. So just to be clear, Folks, you're listening live press briefing. Mayor Lorza declares war on the ATV riders. Developing story. They will confiscate them. And they're basically going to be treated as domestic terrorists. Here's Mayor Lorza. The only ones will be allowed are illegals to drive them in the sanctuary city. American citizens will not be allowed. Police will confiscate the bikes ridden by the scandalous Americans. If you're listing and you're here illegally, go on as usual. We're going after the local hombres. Police will go after them. A la misma vez, necesitamos una estrategia que ataca el problema de todos los ángulos. Sí, eh, vamos a continuar a arrestar a los que lo están usando ilegalmente, pero además de eso, I need estamos to do explorando for my también atacar el or election, problema, me, porque muchos grupos como las gasolineras, ellos también tienen responsabilidad. Los organizadores de estos, de estos ride-outs, como se le dice, ellos tienen responsabilidad. Y también las, uh, la, el punto de venta, los que se venden, vemos uh, una cantidad sin número. Again, eh, que sigue, eh, I want to stress to people, bicicletas entrando a nuestras calles. this only applies que que to the Americans. Y en eso estamos comprometidos. The rest of you don't worry about it. Sí, la idea es de que the lazy Americans will no longer be allowed these bikes on the road. Unless they pay up and start donating to my campaign. And they better pay up fast. Or I'll implement them to be deported. How do you like them apples? I don't want any of my fellow countrymen from Guatemala to be concerned about this. So to be clear, there's a policy that if someone in the community suspects that a neighbor has a bike or an ATV that was operated illegally or is unregistered that 
you're encouraging them to report that to police, and then the police can go and, and confiscate. Expect, can you sort of walk us through that process sure. from a legal standpoint? Can I talk about that, Chief? Commissioner. All right, folks, again, you're listening. There's a live press briefing. Yes, that was so Mayor Lorza. Here comes uh, Commissioner Stephen Perry on the John DePietro show. ATV in the city of Providence is illegal. And so if you know of a ATV or, or dirt bike um, that we're speaking of. Dirt bike. To inform the Providence police. And we'll go out and view that ATV mini bike is if it's not registered, if it's not safe, it's not street legal, we have the ability to seize that Whoa. motor vehicle, return it here, wow. and process it before the court for forfeiture and eventual destruction. Look at right. that. Okay. Yeah. Folks, this is Commissioner Stephen Perry. Taking more questions. Um, I guess, Chief, if you can talk to people are really wondering what makes this different. I mean, you guys have been dealing with this for so long. What makes this just today? I think that's pretty obvious what makes it different, but let's let Chief uh, Clemens answer. You're right, and this is a reiteration of uh, what we've done in the past. They're going to start to enforce the law. Excuse me, if need be, with... Uh, efforts that I'm not at liberty to speak about today, but we've conferred with many of those departments that I mentioned, the Northeast cities. I think for the first time, we're really seeing an increase in uh, crossing over into other municipalities wow. uh, like Cranston yep. and others. And we're looking to partner. Cranston set like the tone. We, do. We, we look to partner with our law enforcement partners, whether it's state, local, federal, but as well the community and as well the media community? to address an issue. And as well, legislatively. So all of our challenges that we have in the city and the police department, whether it's chronic addiction, whether it's mental health, in this case, it's the biker activity, the wow. dangerous, illegal biker activity. We're looking to ramp up our efforts. So that's how it's different to attack this issue and try to get deeper to the root of the problem. And Mayor, I just want to clarify, because you had said, to clarify on the registration, I think people here. Now, folks, again, here comes Mayor Alorza again. Being asked a question about this is a live press briefing. You're listening to it on the Don DePietro show. They have declared war on the ATVs and the ATV riders. The riders and the owners accountable, and that happens primarily through through enforcement. We also want to hold accountable all of the enablers. So the gasoline stations, the sellers. Uh, we also want to hold accountable the organizers of these illegal of these illegal rideouts. So you attack each one each one um, in step. So addressing the issue of the sellers, where we have this endless supply of bikes that are finding their way into our community, how do we address that? We know that you can go into one of these shops, you can pay cash, and you can literally drive the bike, the motorbike, off the, off the shop. I mean, we have to stop this endless supply. So what I've proposed to stop that is some kind of registration system that before they can ride off with it, we have to know who they are, we have to know that they have a license, that the vehicle is insured, that it's registered, that they're going to have a license plate, something to make sure that it's less likely that they're going to use it irresponsibly and illegally. And uh, look, this is not a solution to the bikes that are out there. It's future-facing. It's something that will stop that supply. I don't anticipate any of these folks that are using it illegally and dangerously to register their bikes. This will just make it easier for us to catch them. It'll be easier for them to get, to get caught. So that gets addressed through enforcement. There are many different angles and aspects to this, and we have to address one accordingly. And so that's how it applies. Folks, again, this yes. is Mayor Lorza. That, that would have to be done by law, and that would have to be done by uh, uh, by the purchaser. Just when you purchase a, just like when you purchase a vehicle. So what we want to do is we want to put barriers and hurdles. So that it's not as easy to purchase a new one and then go out there and write it irresponsibly and illegally. All right, folks, again, you've been listening. That is a uh, live press briefing. You just heard very, very dramatic with uh, Providence Mayor Jorge Alorza and uh, letting letting the public know. But boy, the rules, the game has changed. The game has changed in a in a big way. And I want to reach out right now and we're going to um, get on Jeremy Costa to just get his reaction to it. We had him on yesterday. This is uh, very, very dramatic with what has happened. 
And uh, let's see, folks, again, good afternoon. It's John Petro. It's uh, 1231 on this Thursday. And that was live coverage you heard of this, um, should be going through, press briefing where you had Providence. Yeah, this should be uh, Jeremy that's going to join us uh, right now. Very, very dramatic as this press briefing just wrapped up with uh, Providence Mayor Jorge Alorza folks taking a much different stance on it. And um, is that, there he is. Is that you, Jeremy? Yeah, there he is. Folks, joining us right now, who's uh, the spokesman, and it's Jeremy Costin. Jeremy, I want to uh, get you to reaction. I'll, I'll go first. I am shocked. What he is, what they basically just announced, and I don't know if you realize this now, but as one of the organizers and these ride group outs, you're basically going to be treated as a domestic terrorist. Who's going to be treated as a domestic terrorist? The organizers of the rides, the riders and the uh, organizers. That's what was just said at the the mayor lords a press briefing. They're going to go after the organizers of the rides. Okay, so who said that these rides and these organizers of these rides are actually illegal? <clears throat> well, they just did. Where, gonna, where's they, the statue? Where's the statue? Where's the statue on protesting? Uh, where's the statue? Where's, on, I don't where's understand. The statue? I, I don't know what you. I don't know what you're getting at. I don't know what you're getting at. Did you? I want to get your reaction you to. They made a, you, you said that they created something that, or they made a. They made a law that was going to come after people that are creating write-outs? Yes, the, they said they're going to start to go can after. You, can you read me the statue? I'm, I want you to read me the statue. Well, they they just it's, they just announced it at the briefing. I don't have it in front of me. But if okay, you, I'm not intimidated by I'm not intimidated by his words. Well, you're one of the organizers, though, of this group, and they're gonna. They said they're gonna start to hold the people accountable. Basically, let me okay, get your reaction, gonna, Mayor Lords and the Providence they said Police. They're gonna hold the officers accountable too for the officers that ran over Jamal and the ones that continue to ride well, over the riders. So what are you, what are you saying? I don't understand. I'm saying Just I want because wonder, they say something doesn't mean they actually do it. I, well, this, I mean, the mayor just had a press briefing. I want, I want to okay. offer you the opportunity to react. Basically, Mayor Alorza and the Providence Police have declared war on the ATV riders and the rideouts. Okay, so what is that going to stop? They is that going to stop the riding that's happening in the city? Yes, that's what they feel it is. Okay, and so what can about, I ask when the last time you've seen a rideout that I actually produced? No, I, I, maybe you're not then, but I, I talk. The write-up that I, the write-ups that I produce. Yes, I have police escorts. So well, when you see my write-up coming through the city, it was a police escorted write-up. The police actually escorted the write-up that I did. Well, you, you were, you were in Cranston the other day, right? You were there during that situation and I, speaking with the police. I was there. I, I was there to get information on the accident. Because one of your officers decide to run over one of the riders again. They think that this is a, a, a weapon, their vehicles. They weaponize their vehicles. And they're playing chicken with these riders, putting them at risk. This is a safety hazard. We have to handle this the right way, and this is not the way to do it. So I will handle it through the law, and I will take them to Supreme Court, and they will lose. Well, now in the this is excessive force. You don't chase down bike riders because they don't stop. You have a pedal biker that's riding down the street and he doesn't stop. So you, you run him over? Is that, is that what we're doing now? I still don't. We, we we're don't. running over ATV riders because you have a 4,000 pound vehicle? We, we, we're we going to stop it at all force. We, where did that happen? We still haven't heard any evidence we've that anyone was run over. We've seen these riders get run over all day long. I, I, I told you, I tagged you on that picture. I that saw that. That happened in Cranston. Yes. The, the driver of that SUV, the officer, ran that kid right. over. Let, let me, let me, I want to get your reaction. Again, folks, to speak with Jeremy Costa. I want to get your reaction to Mayor Lors and the, and the Providence Police just announced. If you live in Providence, if someone in your neighborhood has a dirt bike or an ATV, even if it's just sitting in their back, control. hold on, even if it's just sitting in their backyard, doesn't have to be out on the road. Call the police, and they're going to go to the home and confiscate the property. What do you think of that? I think it's got to be the dumbest thing. He should be worried about uh, 
what, what do we have? $140 million uh, investment in the Kennedy Plaza. How do we make that an exclusive place to include the riders to be part of that little uh, apparatus that are going to build over there? How about we focus on, the, how about we have the police focus on those 130 murders? How about we focus on that? There's a lot of things that are going on in the city that we're not focused on. We're only focused on these, the, the low-hanging fruit, the stuff that is easy to keep on marginalized. Why do we keep on perpetually trying to marginalize these group of kids? Why do we want to keep them in the system? What is, what is so... What, where do, why do we think that we get power from that? Where does, where does all this what, what, energy what, come from? Why, do you, why are we spending all our Why do you call them kids? The one rest said the kids. other day was 28 years old, Jeremy. That's not a kid. That's a man. They're men. They're grown men. See, see, that's the problem. See, that's the problem. See, these kids, because from my understanding, kids. these kids were on probation. If you're 28, you're not a kid. No you're kids. a man. Listen, listen, listen. There's a, there's a major problem. There's a disconnect. You guys keep on marginalizing these group of people, uh, and this is why your city will never grow. Ooh. This is why we will be the last in business. This is why nobody will ever come and visit this state, because you keep on trying to marginalize a group of people. All right, first of all, hold on. I am telling you what Mayor Alorza and the Providence Police said, Jeremy. I'm telling you what Mayor Alorza and the Providence Police said. I don't speak... well. Wait a minute. No, this is, they are saying they're going to strictly aggressively enforce this now. And they, they will, and they will aggressively be lined up to, to be, they will get served with so many police misconduct cases. They will, they need to get a whole law firm. They're not going to, they're not going to need just one lawyer. They're going to need a whole law firm to defend these. Because I promise you, we will make sure that we file suit against them. So I hope they aggressively, um, Focus on the murders that are going on in the city and leave their eyes and focus off of these riders. These riders are not criminals. If they were criminals, they'd be robbing the banks over there in Cranston. Wait, why, where's the focus at? They, why don't we look for those bank robbers? They are treating them like the criminals. They are treating them, Jeremy. I'm telling you. Festival Avenue had a bank robbery that nobody has talked about. This was a, this guy, so why are we focused on those things? Why are we focused on ATV riders? Come on now. They're saying. We got to find them a place to go, John. Do you hear? Now, Mayor Alorza said it is not up to him to find a place for the riders to ride. He just said that, Jeremy. He just said it 10 minutes ago. Well, we're going to play the same game that they're going to play. We're going to push paper. We're going to push legislation. We're going to write petitions, and we're going to sue. We're not going to play any games. We're not going to play any games. You might not see a very, you might not see a big pack on the street for a while because we're going to make sure that we fix the asset forfeiture law, right? And that we fix this law because there will be no more crushing of bikes. No, oh, they no just bikes. said they're going to. Alorza just said they're going to Germany. All right, hey, hey, I want you to send me the press release on that one too. Well, no, it was a live press happen. briefing. I thought maybe you were listening to the live press briefing. I carried it live on I, my I, show. I listened to it. So. But Okay. I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted by the bait and switch tactics that he that he played. I'm disgusted, and I already knew what it, and that's why I was you going did. to the state okay. to get approval and not going to the city. Well, let me ask you: when you say because we will find a venue to to make sure that we can operate our vehicles, you are not going to be able to sell a vehicle and tax an individual and not be able to utilize it in the state of Rhode Island. That's not going to happen. There's no place public or private. We need to we need to shift our focus at finding a place for them to ride instead of trying to criminalize the riding that's going on. Here's the I want to just because read for you. Alorza says finding a place for riders to go can be discussed, but right now addressing the immediate dangerous threat is the priority. So the dumbest stuff I've ever heard, John. Why are we focused on arresting individuals for popping a wheelie? Why are we focused on that? We have to shift our focus at finding a place for these kids to ride. That's the bottom line. Stop playing games. I know that you like to talk about this because it gives you a sense of superiority. Because you now, now you have a group that you can marginalize now. Now, now you're going to focus where all the police can put their attention I, I need you to understand to it was the mayor the and the police that held the press briefing. I didn't hold the press briefing. It was the mayor of Providence who's running for governor and the Providence police. So you don't blame the media. The media is covering it. But they're the ones that just held the press briefing. But again, what I think well, you need to understand the arrest, is the arrest, the arrest. what they're going to really start to do is 
They're going to monitor the organizers of the rideouts. They're going to go after them. Now, let me ask you this. I've heard in the past couple of days. Hold on, Jeremy. I'm giving you a chance. It's Jeremy Costa. I'm hearing that the riders are all starting to wear the same color. Now, is that true? Is that organized in a way that, for instance, everyone's told we're blue. So when you have 50 riders in blue, it's tougher for the police to figure out. You know who did what? Is that true? Absolutely not. But that's that 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 was that was that was real funny though. Absolutely not. I, no. That that's what but I was told. Definitely, but but we definitely will have to wear more protections, considering that the fact that uh, you guys are going to be coming in more aggressive. So the riders that are riding, because there are riders that ride legally. So I'm just I, I I can't wait to see the discrimination. I can't wait for them to decide which ones are illegal, which ones are not illegal, which ones actually have street ties, which ones have. Knobby tires. I want to find out. Oh, well, th- th- that guy actually is registered and insured. He's a dirt bike, but he's registered and insured, so he can be on the street. So I love to them. I love to see who they're going to pick and choose to find out who they're going to chase and then who they're going to crash. Well, it sounds like they're going to chase everybody. Jeremy, it sounds like the party. Alorza basically said the party's coming to an end, and we're going to round up all these riders and treat them like they're domestic terrorists. Well, I, I cannot wait to see the I can't wait to see the legislation on that. I'd like to see that. There's no I'm legislation. It's done by ordinance. I'm, being, I'm already deemed a domestic terrorist. They already believe this to be domestic terrorism, but this is not domestic terrorism. They believe Malcolm X was a domestic terrorist. They believe Fred Hammond was a domestic terrorist. They believe Martin Luther King was a domestic terrorist. That's not he true. was a very hated man in his life. That's not true. It was hated. I don't mind being hated, John. Golly, I, I, I haven't I said or heard anyone that was hated. Too. I'm just, I'm Jesus trying to pro- provide you a platform because, I, and maybe there's other people, but this, I'm telling you, as someone that has followed this, this sounds like they have changed the game. Mayor Alorza, who, who initially said he was going to try to find a way to work with the community. He even said yesterday, he said today, excuse me, he said in the past someone thought he was trying to legalize it. And he said, nothing's further from the truth. I'm going to drive them off our city streets. They're going to be gone. So that's different. They basically have declared war on the riders. Well, it's easy. It's easy after two incidents happen that don't that, that put a black eye on the situation. It's easy to change, you know, to pivot and to say, no, no, I was using it to try to create more bureaucracy and create more ways to govern the situation so they can't actually hit the streets. That's that's a lie, because once these bikes are modern, they're already being done. Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Yamaha, they've already made electric bikes. These bikes are going to be electrical. What are you going to do to stop them from being on the street? You cannot stop that. So what's going to happen then? They're going to still ride in the street. They're still going to be riding in packs because there's no man left behind. And guess what's going to happen? Mayor Lord is going to have to... He's going to have to disenfranchise. I mean, he's going to have to change all those laws that he'd used to criminalize these kids. And then he's going to say, look, I'm going to... Um, we're going to use the disposition um, clause, and we're going to we're just going to uh, erase, and we're going to uh, use expungement, and we're going to get rid of your case. But you disenfranchised this man for twenty years because he popped the wheelie when he was fifteen, or the kid that's twenty eight years old. He's probably been on probation since he was sixteen, seventeen years old. Well, that's a problem. That's I'm a problem. I'm anxious to see what the riders do. Because, Jeremy, Listen, I, that's the problem. I communicate we're, we're with some of the riders. They're good guys. They're men. I communicate with some. They're older. And this, they need to be cautious because this has a different tone. This sounds like the police are going to use much different tactics. I, yeah. I want solutions. This is not a solution. This is actually going to drive me to the law office. This right. is going to take me to the law office today to make sure that we have all our case laws in order. So right. I appreciate the fact that he did this today because this is going to get me ready for the new U.S. attorney that's taking the seat. So he will be seeing his name on the paperwork. He will be on there. All right. And any city council member that wants to sign any of his legislation will also be on there. Because Folks, this is a problem. Well, this is this is a definitely a game changer. What and they announced today, to oh, here's the headline, Alorza goes to war against ATV riders, dirt bike riders. Alorza was saying, gonna I'm going to round you up you're going to be arrested and you're going to be driven out of the city of Providence. So get That's ready for happen. war. That's, That's what he's saying. So go to war for what? He is going to war. And I'll tell you else, you got to give credit where credit's due, Jeremy. Cranston is leading the charge on this. Cranston said, we're going to lock them up. We're going to confiscate the bikes. Cranston said, 
nothing besides putting yourself in a lawsuit and making the burden that, and putting the burden on taxpayers. Well, that's what they're doing. We haven't seen a lawsuit yet, but Cranston said they're we're taking these against a, a specific group of people, a specific group of riders. You right. don't see them stopping hell of angels when they're riding through the street or True. outlaws. That's or right. Other, uh, street bikes, street bike uh, well, gangs. When the hell's angels are on motorcycles, though. Right? The hell's angels are on motorcycles. Them chasing them, well, trying to run them off. That's you true. Never see that happen, huh, John? That's true. That's true. Jeremy, uh, good to so talk you're to not you. Sit there and just, you're not just going to pick a group of individuals and chase them either. Well, it sounds like the vehicles. The sounds like the vehicles they're going That's not after. Happen. Well, all we're right. Going to stop. We're going to cease all of it. All right. It sounds like war, Jeremy. I will talk to you soon. Thank That's you, Jeremy. Oh, it's war. Oh, you. Hey, listen. You you got to know if you're at war. You're at war. If you don't think you're at war, that's like bringing a knife to a gun battle. Hey, guess what? Allure's had just declared war. You're such a drama queen. I am not. You need to listen. You watch. You watch. Stay safe. We are. We are not at war. We are trying. Well, you're gonna see. Exercise and relieve. Nope. Our stress. Game is over. All right, we're going to see. Thank thank you, Jeremy. All right, folks, Jeremy Costa right here on the John DeVitro Show. Chris Moran is funny. Folks, And yes, uh, (coughs) thank you. I am laughing. Well, well, a little bit. There's Heather. Folks, good afternoon, one and all. It's John DePietro. Now, that sounds, listen, I've been critical of Mayor Lorza in the past, like many of you have. And uh, but that is a different tone what you just heard in that briefing. And I want to give Jeremy credit. At least he does come on. Uh, but this is a, a game changer. And I, I recognize uh, some people, you know, no matter what you talk about, people say there's more important things to talk about. But that that this is a big one because and I, you know, listen, I uh, I respect the Providence Police like many of you do. And I'm friendly with many. And I have the utmost respect for uh, Chief Clements and many of the Providence Police. But. Once again, folks, you can't ignore that that Cranston, my hometown, is setting the tone. Cranston is setting the tone. Cranston, and I want to give Mayor Hopkins credit. Mayor Hopkins and the police said zero tolerance. Cranston basically told the riders, if you come in, we're going to take you off the bike, right? We're going to lock you up, and we're going to destroy your bike, period. That's it. Now, if they don't get it to war, and also... What really struck me is the fact that mayor lawyers and the police said they're going to start to go after the organizers of these rideouts. So if you're on social media and you're putting everybody together, we're going to meet, you know, Branch Avenue at the stop and shop, 10 o'clock, whatever it is, then we're all going to go. They're going to go after those organizers, uh, almost like in a RICO situation, for crying out loud. This that is a different tone. That is a different tone. Folks, I want to remind you, now, right now, it's 1249 on this Thursday. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Hey, it's a nice out. This is the nicest day so far of the year. And you start to think of the outside. I want you to contact Jared at Bethel Certified Softwash. Free same day text estimates, 401-617-2585. 401-617-2585. Bethel Certified Softwash. Remember, whether it's grime or stain, Bethel Certified Softwash, you can find their website. The website is rhodeislandsoftwashing.com. But if you have a home or a fence or a deck or a patio, let's get rid of the, the algae and some of the moss and the bacteria and the grime and the stain, Bethel Certified Softwash Power Wash. Go to their website, RhodeIslandSoftwashing.com. RhodeIslandSoftwashing.com. And remember, you can call or text. You can text. Text Jared for a free same-day estimate, 401-617-2585. 617-2585. The before and after pictures are amazing. It's Bethel Certified Softwash. Well, folks, that's Jeremy Costa. And again, I, um, I want to be very clear. I don't have a bone to pick with Jeremy and and with me you always get points for agreeing to come on the program he's talking a lot about some kind of a lawsuit he has a bike bike lives matter and he is part of bike lives bike life lives matter that is um his website and then he also um <coughs> was uh following that um the that was quite a press conference. That was a completely different tone 
that we heard from uh, Mayor Alorza. And, and, and the Providence Police, I'm not surprised at. I'm certainly not surprised about the Providence Police, who, who I believe wanted to have a more aggressive policy all along. And it was it was really like, you know, following the lead of Mayor Lorza, who who did say uh, it was Lorza that said that we need to find a way to, uh, you know, get along with everybody and we need to find a way to maybe make it legal. And uh, boy, he is completely backtracked on that uh, in a huge way as far as Lorza did. Lorza quite the opposite now. Basically, um, going to war with with uh, with the riders, and you watch, folks. I mean, that what happened the other day, whether it was on Manton Avenue or was it in Cranston, where then they were surrounding the officer, and and the the uh, the officer pulled his pulled his weapon. You pull the weapon, that goes into a different category, folks. This portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by Kogi R E Coogan and Heating. I also want to address. He said, "Why don't they pull over the Hell's Angels?" It's my understanding. The Hells Angels are on motorcycles. I repeat, it's my understanding the Hells Angels are on motorcycles. They, the police have deemed these, these are illegal ATVs, all-terrain vehicles, or dirt bikes. And the police are saying you're not supposed to ride these on the, the main basic road. And they're really aggressively now going after them. And it's my understanding they're even going to have different precinct capped or uh, police officers in different precincts to they want to get them out. They want to drive them somewhere else. If people want to go and do that in I think the riders will go wherever they're going to get the least amount of resistance. If they're getting pushed out of Cranston and Providence, then they'll go to Pawtucket. But that make no mistake, that is a game changer when they say that they're going to go after the organizers of the ride. That's different because if you go after the organizer of the ride, that means that you organize it and you're going along and you say, hey, I didn't do anything. I was at the front. I don't know if something happened at the back. Nope. You organize it. You're responsible. So this is a different tactic. Folks, this part of the program, R.E. Coogan and Heating, call Coogie today, 401-732-6562. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable plumbing, heating, and cooling. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Coogie says, let don't let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Call R.E. Coogan and Heating today, folks. 401-732-6562. Let me play. Um, I played it yesterday. He was uh, terrific. Channel 12 did uh, a, a quick interview with our founder, uh, Bobby, with Coogs. And, and it's uh, really terrific. And it captures him. And I played it. I played it yesterday, and I want to just play another snippet of it because uh, they did a very good job in it. And I think it captures them is the, the most important thing many times with these things. And you can just hear how uh, sincere he is. And he's a veteran, by the way. And, folks, they're here to help you out. So right now, if you're listening, if you have a plumbing problem, heating or cooling, call Coogie, 401-732-6562, R.E. Coogan and Heating. Let me play just a little bit. This is a Coogie talking to Channel 12. And their stories. Ari Coogan Heating is yep. known for providing their customers with professional, reliable, superior service in plumbing, heating, Let's hear our founder. I am a veteran. Yep. Of almost 10 years of service between right. the United States Navy, which I signed up on my 17th birthday. Thank you for your service. the Army National Guard for five and a half years. Served three years on an aircraft carrier to Saratoga. How about that? Doing what I kind of do now. Engineering, piping, boilers. When I got out, came into the field of working for different companies, oil companies, and branched off into plumbing and picked up air conditioning along the way. And now I'm here 25 years later in business. Relationships is key. We don't want to just get in really fast and get out with it fast. We're right. looking for a long-term relationship with the customer. My team, they're willing to stay late to get people heat. I like know? that. They're willing to stay late to finish Go the game. job to get the air conditioning done. 24-hour service, emergency service for our customers and with the uh, service agreements and memberships. I was one of the founders of Back the Blue. Law enforcement he was pretty big with Ari Coogan. Folks, right there. My goal for the future is to have another location. Also, growing people and have a bigger teams. We are here to do the best we can for you. We want to be successful. We want to do it right. 
and we want to get you heat and comfort. For more information on Ari Coogan. He is just terrific, folks. He is, there's our friend uh, Coogie. Hey, I also want to remind you that next week's going to be cold. So we're not done, certainly not done with winter yet. Remember our friends at Henry Oil. Call them today, 401 521 Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil. Who's your oil provider? Switch now. Get that tank filled because we still have... Listen, next week's going to be cold. I hate to even say it, but there's even a possibility of snow next week. Automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Remember, online at henryoil.com, serving most Rhode Island and southeastern Mass, 401-521-0200. Lock and cap pricing, service contract, budget plans, automatic delivery, oil burner service and installation. It's Henry Oil. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro. Now, coming up next hour is the Power Hour. The COVID briefing is tomorrow. COVID briefing is tomorrow. If you have a question that you want me to ask tomorrow at the COVID briefing, please go to the website, dipietro.com. And by the way, also, how about that uh, representative, Marjorie Taylor Greene? She has called Cicilline Mussolini. Because he's a dictator, he's trying to control. And uh, and at the website, go to petro.com and you can see the uh, original photo we have. Cicilline, he's now trying to raise money off it. Look at him. Let's see a thumbs up on Facebook. There is uh, Congressman Cicilline in the likeness of Mussolini. And he uh, had, now has a fundraising letter that I published on petro.com where he says, did you see... Um, what um, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, what she called David, and she called him, I love it, Rep Mussolini. The Democrats run the House of Hypocrites with tyrannical control. So he's trying to raise money off it, saying, uh, will you donate today to have David's back and blah, 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 and uh, this whole thing. So, folks, again, you can see the photo. I love that. Marjorie Taylor Greene. There is uh, Cicilline. Now, he's trying to raise money off her calling him. Uh, Mussolini instead of Cicilline. So I think that's funny. Now, that is at the website, dipietro.com. So, folks, again, it's John DePietro. So COVID briefing is tomorrow at 11. And how about tonight? We're going to talk about it. President Biden is addressing the nation tonight. There's a lot of uh, talk and outcry that he needs to uh, address the media. This is the longest a U.S. president has gone without having any type of full press conference. I don't think he's up to it. But he is going to address the nation tonight at 8 o'clock. So, folks, uh, here's what we're going to do. It's John DePietro. Again, COVID press briefing is tomorrow. So we have another full hour to go, radio only, on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can listen at the website, DePietro.com. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Also, a big, big change and update now in the Derek Chauvin, Officer Chauvin trial regarding the man, Officer, they're saying responsible for the death of George Floyd. So we're going to talk about that. Also more on Cicilline Mussolini. It's John DePietro. The power hour is next. Let's leave it right here. Right now, let's get the latest with the one o'clock news. WNRI Winsocket. 